Hello, this is Talons and Tales. I'm Lollipad. And today we'll be reading chapter 9 of The Wings of Fire, The Dragon of Prophecy, because I found it. So, yeah, let's do it. Clay, Clay had flown before. Short, hop, short hops around the cave, dodging the slack tikes, and I don't know how to pronounce it, and flapping in circles. But that was nothing. Nothing compared to this. Everything was so big. The sky was everywhere. It just went on and on, on and on, like nothing could ever fill. Nothing could ever fill it up. It was, it was night, but the cave, but the light of the three moons was dazzling. After a lifetime of caves and sputtering torches, craggy mountain peaks bit into the sky all around him. The distance he thought he saw a glimmer of the sea and the stars. Clay had only thought he knew stars from gazing out the sky hole. He never had known how many were out there or how they looked like silver neck, like a silver neck cast across the dark. He felt like he could keep flying up and up forever all the way to the moons. He wondered if any dragon had tried to do that. This is what I've, what we've been missing all this time. Even the sharp lines of pain between the scales couldn't take away his excitement. Can you believe this, he called. Tsunami isn't amazing. There was no answer. Clay lashed his tail and stopped spinning and hovered. So I was darting around the sky. He couldn't see Tsunami anywhere. She couldn't have flown off without him. Would she? Maybe she'd seen a faraway sea. Maybe she saw her home and couldn't resist. Clay knew she wouldn't abandon her friends. But he knew how desperately she wanted to return to the ocean. Sorry, my brother is mowing the lawn in the background. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but I can. Now we need to find back. Okay, Clay. Okay. He glanced down and spotted her far below him, flapping in a frantic downward spiral. Something was wrong. It looked like one of her wing one of her wings wasn't working. Clay twisted into a dive and bailed towards her. He tucked his wings close to his body, fighting back the terror as he plummeted. Wind whistled past his face. Wind he imagined it all wrong. It was like a live thing, grabbing his tail to throw him off balance whisking into his eyes to blind him. Flaring under his wings just slow him down. Seemed like an icicle sharp claws into his skin, slicing under his scales. The waterfall and the cliff shot past at lightning speed. Was he falling too fast? The ground hurtled towards him. Shadows in the moonlight mixed shapes he'd only ever he's never seen. And couldn't understand. He had, he had no idea how far away it was, but how soon he would reach it. He'd never dealt with distances like this before. Would he be able to stop? Would it hurt him if he did? But he could see Tsunami still below him, still struggling. So he knew that she hadn't hit the bottom yet. And that, and that made him brave. He fell, he fell, and he fell. And she got closer and closer until Clay passed her and instantly flowed his wings open. His body slammed upright and like he'd run into a wall, and then a moment later he was blamed again, this time by a heavy sea wing landing on him from above. 
He tumbled, nearly losing Tsunami over his head, but they caught each other with their talons and held tight. With her claws fiercely wrapped around his neck, Clay battled to say, stay off, beating his wings in wide arcs. He wasn't strong enough to lift her, but at least he could slow her fall. Tsunami let out a yelp, and then Clay felt something like claws snag his wing into. They were holding onto each other as they fell through the trees, smashing branches and ripping off leaves until they thudded to, to earth. It took Clay a moment before he could breathe again. Tsunami's tail was flopped across the snout. He pushed it aside and sat up. Creaking with pain, Tsunami rolled over onto her back, letting her wings flop out to either side. Close up, Clay could see that he was right. One of her... A zoo? I don't know. Blue wings. Was crooked. If it had been wrenched out of her shoulder. He touched her with one claw and they both winched. What happened? Clay asked. Getting out of the train, Tsunami said. I think I dislocated it. And you came after me anyway? Clay said, appalled. Why didn't you tell me you were hurt? She shrugged, she shrugged and winced him. It didn't hurt so much in the river. Once I tried to fly. Dirt! Clay yelled suddenly. I'm standing on dirt! He stabbed his, his claws through the ground and they sank right into the earth. A thrill ran through his. Ran through, a thrill ran through him, snout tail, and Tsunami sat up, to look at him and said, "Yay! It's amazing!" He cried. "Feel how soft it is!" He seized a handful of dirt and flung it towards her. "Hey, quit that!" She protested, defending herself with her good wing. Clay flattened himself into the grass, feeling the warm earth crumble around his legs and clump against his scales. The scents of green and brown and bird sunshine overwhelmed him. It was nothing like that hard, cold, bare rock onto the mountain. The ground here was welcoming and full of life. A warm bird, pa- bird passed his nose and he snapped up. Well, now we're even. I saved you, you saved I hear a river Clay cried, jumping up and shaking himself. Tsunami ducked the shower of dirt that flew off him. River plus dirt means mud. He spun around and raced towards the trees, the sound of bubbling water. Tsunami found him rolling blissfully in the muddy banks of the river. I don't think dragons get this excited over being so dirty, she said wearily, I don't know. I bet my kind do. Clay said, ignoring her sarcasm. I've never been this warm in my entire life. For the first time ever, his claws didn't seem to ache. His scales didn't itch, his wings didn't feel too dry, and he wasn't worried about stubbing his talent over every other ship. He felt the mud squelch into the gaps in between his scales and realized that the pain from the cave poison was fading, as if the mud was killing him. He sighed happily, squishing him to the farther and damp riverbank. Well, Tsunami said, she stuck her front talons in the river, and we're not even at the mudwing swamps yet. I wonder if I'll be this excited if I get to the sea. You will, Clay said, suddenly feeling certain, brave, and confident. When you can fly, we can fix your wing. Oh, wait. And when you can fly, can we fix your wing? He tilted his head, starting his entry. Waterfall poured down the cliff that towered over them. 
was high on how high a mountain beyond. Three moons were low in the sky. Play guess it would be morning soon, and then they could look for smoke single single that led to their friends. But Snowmy couldn't fly. She had, she would be stuck down here. Easy pickings for any hostile dragons flying by. Clay glanced up at the sky, remembering that they'd pop out into a world war. It seemed so peaceful here. From the way the big dragons talked, he'd imagine it the entire world as a giant battlefield. It was strange to be in a quiet clearing with no sights or sound of war or even dragons anywhere nearby. But he knew that the talents of peace and by ex something the dragons had enemies everywhere the three sandman queens distrusted by the prophecy and would kill anyone who got in their way and there were a whole list of dragons who might do terrible things to the dragonettes of destiny if they if they ever found them Tsunami twisted at her dis and looked to look at her dislocated wing. I'm sure I can fix it, she said. I saw us in the school once. I just need to be banged in back into place. Maybe if I run myself into a tree, she glanced around with the force and then suddenly charged to this to the nearest solid trunk. Clay leaped out of the mud and pounced on her tail, getting her back before she crushed. Ow, Sonomi, get off. I can fix it. This will work. She snapped her teeth at him. Stop being grumpy spying. Smashing yourself into a tree is a terrible plan, Clay said. Can I look at it? Sonomi settled down into the grass, grumbling with her wings spread out. Clay circled her and then stood back, looked at the uneven line of the wings and shoulder. If you can stay still, he said, I think I can shove it back into place. Is that a good idea? Snowmy asked, flinching away from him. Better than running into a tree, he pointed out. Dig your claws in and brace yourself. Snowmy clutched her ground and closed her eyes. Clay felt gently along her shoulder with her with his, with his front talons. It was an easy it, it was easy to find the spot where the bone had slipped out of her socket. She touched it lightly and it was sure it was, and he grabbed it quickly and shoved it back into the bone. One quick, strong movement. Ow! Tsunami roared, rearing back into place. A powerful tail whipped around and slammed Clay into the thick of the bushes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry! Clay yelped, floundering feet. I really thought that would work. He stopped. Tsunami was turning his like a flexion and extending both wings. They looked perfectly matching. It did work, she said. It's a little sore, but I can move it now. Pretty feels Clay. <laughs> <coughs> okay. Okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. She helped dis something in his tail from the bandit. Sorry I whacked you. Clay opened his mouth to respond, but Snowmy suddenly seized his snout and held it shut. She weighed one talent, her ears twitched. What's that? she whispered. Clay tried to swivel her, but Tsunami's grip was too tight. He strained his ears to listen. Somebody was crashing through the forest toward them. Ba da ba ba ba. We're done. Guess what? That was chapter 9, 11 minutes and 40 seconds. That was pretty good. Okay, okay, I'm back. I'm getting back into it. So, yeah. Also, I don't know why in the graphic novel, I don't think it ever, like, talked about Tsunami's wing being dislocated. So, 
that's kind of cool. I never, re I don't remember that at all. But that's cool. Okay. Um, that was me reading Wings of Fire, Dragnet Prophecy, Chapter Nine, and have a nice day. Bully pad out.